Today's episode is brought to you by me, Undies. Valentine's Day is coming up, and you and your significant other will see each other's undies if you're lucky. And maybe they can match. Wouldn't Whoa. that be swell and not creepy? Also, today we're brought to you by Calm. Calm. You're doing it. That's right. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep is important every day of the year, but especially now that you have to get back to work after the holidays are over, you are going to need your sleep, and Calm is the right place <laughs> for you to get that sleep. We'll talk about that during the show. Let's jump into the podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Cox and Friend Dogs. Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome. It's time for another exciting episode of Cox and Crendor in the morning. That sounded like we were going to open to a play. Good everyone. Here we are, and we are about to start the show. In 16th century London, <laughs> a man by um, the name of Snooge McDougalston works at his lonely smithery. But today, a new adventure awaits him. Yeah. And then it's a musical. It's like, working in the smithery. I'm working in. That's a terrible <laughs> musical. Speaking of musicals. Speaking of musicals. Yeah. Uh... True love is a flame burned so bright. <laughs> it took me a second, but I got it. Thank you. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, that was that's the David Lynch original. We need to, before we say anything today, what did Jack do? <laughs> I don't know, but he might be going to jail. That is the great, you know what? It was very David Lynch, but it was the least David Lynchy thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I suspect a little crazier, but it was still kind of crazy. I mean, it was a man interrogating a monkey over the murder of a guy named Max for the love of a chicken named Tutabon. Yes, that is true. Uh, <laughs> and for anybody that doesn't know, David Lynch released a Netflix movie that's like 15 minutes, and it's about that. Yeah. It, it takes place at a train. I wrote down notes because I was like, I need to talk to Crandor about this because only <laughs> he and his mind can understand this, right? Mm -hmm. Because as we know, David Lynch lays mind eggs which hatch and flow down the river of thought or some nonsense that he said. It's, yeah, yeah, he catches them. So I figured you would have those mind eggs that I could tap into. All right. I could eat them like mind caviar. Okay. So here's my question. It's in a train station. And David Lynch plays what is obviously a detective, but will not admit he's a detective. And Jack is a monkey whose train got delayed because there are cops everywhere looking for a killer who murdered a dude because his girlfriend was having an affair, maybe. Mm -hmm. But he also, his previous wife, hooked up with the janitor. <laughs> <laughs> and all I know is I wrote down these lines. You can burn in hell, Jack the Monkey. That was a line. Yeah. Uh, this another one was great. Let's say for argument's sake I was a horse. Even then, it would be hard to imagine just how hard my wife rode my ass. 
<laughs> Jack the Monkey. That's another great line. <laughs> yeah. Um, he sang. There's a there's a song in this about love and how much he loved Tutaban, the the yep. the chicken. He says that once you get up onto the feathers, there's nothing quite like that pair of breasts. That's another line. Um, I mean, it's great. It's great. When you think about it, it's obviously just like a story of a dude who is being interrogated for the murder of this guy he thinks is cheating uh, with his girlfriend, right? Mm. But for the first time ever, I think I see through the code, man. There is so much more going on. When Crendor, was it a setup? Uh, I don't know. Have I read too much into this? Was it a setup? I don't. Honestly, no. I mean, I watched it once. I only watched it once. I'm going on. I wrote notes, Crendor. I wrote notes. That's true. Well, maybe I need to watch it a second time and write notes. You need to watch it a second time and not write notes. Because I'm letting you know. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. I was totally confused. And I just have been thinking about it for a day and a half. <laughs> Crendor, I'm obs- I love mysteries. So I'm obsessed with the fact that this thing exists. But more importantly, at the end... The chicken shows up and he's like, Tutabon! Ah! <laughs> and he like chases Tutabon down. And apparently, Tutabon wasn't cheating on him and was waiting up all night for him and was like crying because she was alone and how much she loved him. And I guess because of what happened with his previous relationship, he thought that she was doing the same thing as his former wife, so he killed her. And here's the thing at the end, she shows up and she was there the entire time. So either. She was there to meet him, or this is where it gets real deep. Mm-hmm. She set his ass up because she wanted him to kill that guy, and he did it for her. Oh, shit. I know. I don't even think that's what the thing's about, but I think that's <laughs> what I figured out the thing's about. Now I'll watch it again and look for that because that. I don't think David Lynch even thinks what I just thought this was about. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Honestly, it was like it was such a bite sized David Lynch thing that. I was expecting something crazy, and then that all happened at the end. I was kind of confused, and now I need to watch it again to, like, re-soak it in. Yeah, it's just like watching an episode. It's 13 minutes of a Law & Order episode, Mm -hmm. except it's done very film noir style, so every line is like, Listen here, see? The cat's pajamas over there in the corner floor. So watch yourself, daddy. You know, like like that kind of stuff. (laughs) It's nonsense. But then the last two minutes are a song that a monkey sings... Followed by weird can screaming, and then some a monkey chasing down a chicken and going two dub on two dub on, which <laughs> is a thing. It's very, that that's the most Lynch part. The rest of it's pretty standard. Yeah, two dub on. It's in my brain now because like, the name two is terrible. What a terrible oh, name. Yeah. I just felt like I was watching another David Lynch thing. I was like, I know there's some hidden meaning behind this that I'm not picking up the first time. That's how every David Lynch thing is. But I don't know how many David Lynch movies you've watched. Um, You know, Eraserhead and all this, the classics, all the standards. Yeah. I would be fine if David Lynch released one of these every week. Because I feel like, I thought this was good, but I feel like he could do better. Can I tell you something crazy? I, too, was like, oh, I would love it if David Lynch released, like, a wacky, weird movie. <laughs> you know, it's 15 minutes every so often. And then I realized, I did some research. Mm-hmm. This movie... He started talking about making this in 2014. Oh it my god! It started production in 2016. <laughs> it was released <laughs> during a film festival thing in 2017, and only now has it seen the light of day. 
Huh. Well, in five years, we're going to get another nice 15-minute chunk of movie. But you feel like David Lynch has to have like some sort of power to like push it through. Maybe he's just the one taking forever. I feel like madness does that to people. Like, don't you see? I can't get the monkey's articulations correct. So I've got to move my mouth. At a slower speed when I play the monkey. <laughs> that takes like five months. Who, by the way, in the credits is just played by himself. Yeah. The monkey played by himself. <laughs> David Lynch is a terrible actor. <laughs> oh, yeah, he definitely is. It reminds me of the uh, what the song he sang about the clown where he's like, Cloud is over. The show is that song, remember? Yes, I do because it had like it's a like, crazy clown party. Yeah, and then he's like, D -d -d Rachel takes her clothes off, and things like that. And it's like, what the shit's going on? Yeah, the clown on? party. There's the, there's the football player who, like, yeah. has a seizure or it's something. like, yeah, Jack is the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's, like, working out his problems? This like, oh, I no, feel no. like somehow this is related to his childhood, and he saw all this happen, but he's, you know, it took him 60 years to be like, Susie takes her clothes off. <laughs> Johnny is the quarterback. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's working through some things. And I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm ready for it. Working through crazy stuff is where I want to be in his life. I want to be on that ride with him. So, yeah, I'm going to give it another watch. And then I'm going to, I'll report back next week and have notes this time on what I see now that I've heard all this. Yeah. I'm telling you. Dive deeper. It's more than just being silly. I you just gotta like get in there, and really look beyond the monkey talking, Grendor. <laughs> right. Definitely, I'll look beyond. <laughs> get beyond the monkey and look to the subtext. Come on. Um. So yeah, uh, I went to Disneyland. I know. Hi everyone. My name is Jesse Cox. I live in L.A. Did you, do you think Crendor messaged me to say it was going to be a Disneyland? Nope, he did not. I had well, to find out through a tweet. <laughs> broke my, he broke my heart. Would I have loved to go to Disney? Sure. Would I have loved to interrupt the weekend that he and his lovely uh, lady were going to spend together? Yeah, I would have loved to interrupt that. But was I invited? No. No, I wasn't. Well, you. Uh, I mean, you found out I was engaged before I tweeted it. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, but like... That doesn't involve me. Inviting me to Disneyland does. Well, I did the second day, but you're like, I got to work. What a loser. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I have many stories. Okay, yes, I've been winning many these. Stories. I'm really excited. So, first thing we have, we have happen is we get our Uber or Lyft. Uh, and what's this woman? And she's like, oh, yeah, blah, blah. She seemed pretty normal. She was nice. We're driving, and then she's like, so what do you do? I'm like, oh, I do like Wait, YouTube. where'd you fly and into? We went from O'Hare to the Orange County Airport, John. All right, so Lewis. it's not nearly as bad as it could have been. If you would have said I flew into LAX, I would have been like, Crendor, you monster. <laughs> no. You monster. All right, all yes. right, we're good. We're fine. We went all to right, John, John Wayne. Uh, so we're in the car driving, whatever, and the lady's like, so what do you do? I'm like, oh, yeah, I do YouTube and stuff, and she's like, can you sell, like, products on there? And I was like, I mean, people do, I guess. And she's like, well, I sell these nutritional supplements. <laughs> and she's like, they're not like the other nutritional supplements. They actually work. I get letters from people telling me. And I was like, oh, God. 
Uh, Wait, <laughs> what what like, are they? Hold on. What are they? What'd she say? I don't remember the name. She gave me a pamphlet and I threw it out as soon as I walked into the airport. I would have too. I'm, I'm really <laughs> curious. But like, what was, I want to know what she sold because I would love to go look it up. I don't know. It was just like, it looked like really bad. It was like a pyramid scheme type thing because she's like, you can sell the supplements too and then I get some of the money and blah, blah, blah. And I was oh, like, oh, yeah, that is. That sounds like one of those, scheme. uh, pyramid schemes or whatever and she's like no 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 it's it's better than that and i was like uh, is it <laughs> i don't think it is uh so that was a fun time then we get in the security and this lady all right you know how you get you they check your thing and then you go in the security line you wait to put your stuff in the bins to scan it yeah we're this woman we're standing behind her we're waiting everybody's doing their thing and then we're about to get to the bins, and she's like, I've had enough. And she goes to the other security line, which is longer. What? what? Yeah, everybody just looked at each other like, what? what? Like, <laughs> she's about to, that's like being in line at McDonald's for like 10 minutes. You get to like third in line, and you're like, I'm, I'm done with this. And you go to like a different line that's like 10 people long. Like, I don't know what, what? she was doing. She was stressed out about something. I have no idea what. Yeah. So I like to think she just really likes waiting in lines. She just keeps swapping back and forth. She's still there to this day. <laughs> Maybe she was a ghost. She was a ghost who haunts the lines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Some say so, you can still see her move between the lines. So, so that was a thing. So then everything was fine. Uh, we're all doing our stuff. We get through security. We got, I had like a wrap or something. It was a pretty shitty wrap, so I got a cheeseburger McDonald's instead, uh, which was cheaper. Uh, and then we're getting into the plane, and the guy really loudly, like a few people behind us, is like, uh, I wrote it down, quote, it's almost like humans don't expect you to talk to them anymore. That guy's so lonely. That guy <laughs> probably saw someone on a phone and was like, hey, how's it going? And they just ignored him. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that's definitely what it was. I'm so alone back like, here. <laughs> he's definitely the type of person to like just talk to everyone. And then when someone doesn't pay attention or they're, what, they're like on their phone or their head pods in, he's just like, ah. um, so that was another guy. Then we got to the airport uh, in Orange County, and then we got our Lyft driver, probably the best Lyft driver, uh, one of the best. All he did was he was just like, all right, you guys going to Disneyland? We're like, yeah. And he's like, all right. And he just put on jazz, and it's just like, and then it was just like. That is, can I tell you my secret? I know it's a little bit more expensive. Mm. But if you get one of the different, not like the normal Lyft or normal Uber, but anything else, either yeah. the XL or the black, usually what happens is you get a person who's like, oh, I'm a professional and this is my job. <laughs> yeah. And they welcome you to the car and then don't talk to you. And oh my God, <laughs> is it the best. It's worth the <laughs> extra like $8. Yes, I'm like, you know what? I'll pay for the for not having to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is pretty yeah, oh nice. Oh my god, it's wonderful. Um so that was nice and I was like, uh we like your jazz music and he's like, "Thanks. Helps me chill out in this traffic." And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so he was cool. Uh then we got to Disneyland 
there's all the Disneyland ducks. I wrote down Disneyland ducks. There are a lot of ducks. Um, then where, where did you stay at? We actually stayed at a uh, we stayed near Disneyland at like a Marriott thing, but like in Disneyland, there's a lot of ducks. Is what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you were saying you stayed in Disneyland, like at the, oh, no. uh, whatever those places are called. The we old, thought about the it. old Milner's house, <laughs> whatever, you know, the Disneyland resorts. Yeah, we thought about it, and then we didn't. Uh, so that happened. Um, and then, oh, my God. There were, <laughs> as all this is happening, there's, like, all the, like, corona freakouts or whatever, like, in Chicago. And then everyone's like... Oh, and like, then what happened in Orange County? Yeah. Did then you bring like, it? Are you, are you patient zero? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but either way, You I would know, everyone, let me tell you. I think everyone around me had something, because literally everyone on, like, everybody on the plane, everybody at Disneyland, like, everyone was sick. When we were waiting in line at Galaxy's Edge, it was like this entire family, like, the daughter, the dad was giving her, like, a little NyQuil thing. And then she's like pulls out a thermometer and like shoves it in the other kid's mouth, and then the mom's coughing. And what? I was like, oh well, that's my why God. they're all coughing. They're just <laughs> spreading it around on the thermometer. Yeah, and then there's just like this little girl that walked up to see the like play from like uh, Beauty and the Beast, and she's just like eating popcorn, and she's like, burp, burp. I was like, get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was, it was, in my mind, I was like, there's there's no way I'm getting out of here, not sick. There's no way. Uh, but I just, I would wash my hands. I like bathed in Purell, whatever that shit is. I was just every ride. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, you um, got to do that. Oh yeah. Uh, was so this, yeah. When's the last time you were at Disney? Uh, BlizzCon a year before this year. Ah, uh, okay. So you are pre Galaxy's Edge. You've never been there when yeah. that was out. Yeah. So right. we went to Galaxy's Edge and it was pretty neat. I liked it. Yeah, it's cool. I bought, uh, I bought the weird cat. Uh, oh, the loath cat? The big mouth cat? Yeah, you can like pet him and he's like... And then he's like... Yeah, I know what they're called because I have no life. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm going to make a video where cat meets him. Nice, very nice. Uh, it'll be the cat battle. I also uh, vlogged some of this. I'm going to make a non-content Disneyland vlog. Uh, I took like a bunch of 10 to 20 seconds. Oh, points. did you try all the foods? Did I try the foods? Yes. When you go to Galaxy's Edge, they everything's like weird. Did you try all oh, that stuff? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I got a Coke, like, in a weird bottle. Uh, everything else had really long lines, though, so I didn't. I saw the cantina and the milk and all that. Yeah, the, the milk is... Uh, uh, the blue one has, like, a weird sweet taste, and the green one has, like, a floral taste. They both suck. They're yeah, both I saw terrible. someone drinking the blue one. She's like, it's coconut. But there is a thing inside the cantina called, like, a Ronto wrap or something. Huh. Oh, yeah, I, think I just, saw that. It's straight up just like a hot dog, but it's delicious. I don't know what they did to it, but it's really good. And, uh, yeah, those are fantastic. Everything else there is all marketing and all stuff to buy. Oh, yeah, it very much is. Well, they got me because I bought that, and I bought a, another little guy. And they tried the lady trying to put him in, like, the box cage. She's like, you got to put him in the box cage. And she, like, couldn't open it. I'm like, that's fine. We just carry it. She's like, no, 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 I got it. I got it. She couldn't get it. Did she like put on a show or is she just incapable of no, getting the box? No, she was just incapable of getting the box. Oh, I thought like, you meant she was like, oh, no. this loath cat, I can't. You know, because they do it in character, right? They're like, mm, bright suns, everyone, right? What if they're like, <laughs> oh, okay, this one's a feisty one. That's what I would do if I worked there. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> dagnabbit, he won't get in the cage. And he'd be like, Wah. I do no, a whole show. He's, he was very much, uh, or she was very much, uh, 
like struggling to get the little like handle popped open. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. So that was that was something. But I was I was vlogging bits and pieces because I was I was watching all these people on YouTube, right? All these new vloggers, you know, like the new era of vloggers. They have like and they have like fancy text and they like show little clips from where they're going and they're like what's up guys here i am at the thing all right and here we go and then it's like and then it shows more clips from the thing so they don't talk they just play music and like show they video? talk but in like little clip portions so they'll be like all right guys well today i'm packing for this thing you know i'm not feeling too good but you know we're gonna get it done and uh we'll see how it goes and then it shows clips with like generic like uh like pop not pop what's that uh like chill chill music chill vibe or whatever it is lo-fi <laughs> lo-fi that's it not not I don't pop get you know chill music <laughs> i had to work my way there lo-fi pop hip-hop whatever it is yeah 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 so i need to put that in it it's gonna be good trust me i got quality film quality um so how, then can i, was I ask you a question yes how long does it take you usually to put one of those together uh Oh, no, I haven't made one of those before. Well, actually, maybe a long time ago. Probably take me like an hour. I uh, film stuff in Washington, D.C., and there's a really funny bit at the end, and it's hilarious, and it should be online already. It is now the 26th of January, and I went there on the 1st. <laughs> Not even up yet. It's just <laughs> sitting on my month. computer. I'm like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, aye, aye, aye. Well. Oh, my God. And then... We're waiting in line for the hint, uh, the well, Winnie the Pooh. I almost said Hinny. That's not a Wait, character. Wait, you went to the Winnie the Pooh ride? Yeah, because. The one that's for like eight-year-olds? Yes, because Eeyore was there. <laughs> so while waiting for Eeyore, we rode the ride. Here's the thing. I thought it was a pretty good ride, all right? And it's weird because it like hits a point where he, like it's like LSD in there. It's like he eats the honey. He's like tripping out. Um, and okay, there were like these two Instagram women and this guy in line for that ride. And she was like, my mom was like, if you post anything like that, I'm blocking you. And then she like kept checking herself out in her like Instagram camera, like as a mirror. And then they were talking about being like, yeah, she's got like a thousand followers. That's like, that's like, and then they're like, she's got like 30,000 followers. That's a lot of followers. And I was like, dude, I got like 20,000. I don't even use this shit. <laughs> I love how we base everything off of, dude. I got twenty thousand. I don't even use this shit. <laughs> I mean, like, if she's say like a hundred thousand, like a million or something. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a lot. But like, she says like twenty or thirty thousand. It puts or a it thousand. into perspective. Most of the people in the world are not people we know. I guess we are. Everyone we like know a is like a, a billionaire asshole with a million yeah. followers, and we're like. Man, I wish I had a million followers. But <laughs> most of the world, most of the world is not that. Most of the world's like, I have a thousand followers, man. That's, That's amazing. Because when you think, this think, about, think about this, in your lifetime, until now, most people had, I don't know, five, six friends. Mm. And now to say that you can, I send pictures out to a thousand people who like it. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy talk. Yeah, that is kind of crazy, actually. What do you think Actually, about I remember, bonkers? I remember when I started YouTube, even then, like I remember seeing other people. I was like, man, if I only had like 20,000 subscribers, that'd be, that'd be all I need. Yeah, and now you're jaded. Now I'm jaded. <laughs> Damn, I'm in a bubble. We're in our like our dream bubble. Yep. Now we just do a podcast where we talk about <laughs> Disney trips. Yeah. So anyway, 
<laughs> then uh, I got a. Oh my god, that's what I bought. I bought a Yoda backpack. So I saw your Yoda backpack on yes. a chair. Yeah, I took a picture of him on the chair, uh, and I pretty much carried him around. He's great for just carrying random stuff like hand sanitizer. Uh, Do you wear so, a Yoda backpack in your real life? No. So you bought it just for that, and that's it? For Disneyland, and then he can sit on a shelf, and I can remember him, and he's a cool guy. Okay. Yeah. And if I ever need just, <laughs> like, a, a cool guy. if I go to, like, a con or something, or, like, whatever, like, if I go to that uh, mini con or whatever, and all that other something, like, I can just bring him along. There you go. Bring Yoda, and then everyone will be like, oh, it's Yoda. And so, here's the fun story, all right? So, we go out to eat. We go to a nice restaurant for, like, our last night, and uh, I forgot Yoda on the floor because I took him off. I put him by the table. Forgot, all right? So, we're leaving to go to, like, the downtown Disney, and they're, like, looking at uh, the bags for bag check, and then me and Toast Woman both were like, oh, you got to take off Yoda. Because she looked over, and I was like, and then we both looked, and we were like, Yoda's in the restaurant. How did you not know that you were missing a backpack? How did she not know when she was like, you got to take off Yoda? Because I was like, two glasses of wine in. You left baby, <laughs> you left baby Yoda. It was just normal Yoda. Uh, oh, so right. I, F that guy. <laughs> so I go, uh, I go to uh, back to the restaurant, and the door's locked. But then the woman comes holding the Yoda, walking to the door. And she just opens it up. And she's like, I called you. Uh, but yeah, I, know, I saw you forgot your Yoda. He was going to be lonely tonight. And I was like, thank God you found him. <laughs> I hate that she was worried for him. <laughs> he was going to be so lonely tonight. <laughs> That's so weird. What a weird thing to say. Like You could have said, like, Yoda missed you. Or you could have been like... You know, I was looking out for you, just something, but she was like, Yoda was going to be lonely tonight. <laughs> what does that mean? What was she going to do to that Yoda? <laughs> I don't know. But she's, maybe she's What upset. does she think you're going to do to that Yoda? <laughs> what is, Yoda was going to be lonely tonight. What? Um, well, that one time I went through the bag check, and he was, the one person was like, all right, take your bag off, take your bag off. And he got to me, and he was like, oh, take off the Jedi Master. <laughs> See that guy. That guy. Gets yeah, it. it is pretty good. Um, so, oh yeah, at the restaurant, there's this woman who was just like talking about her relationship very loudly. She was like, she was probably like a few drinks in, uh, and she was like under what thirty. What restaurant was this? What? What uh, restaurant was this? We ate at the Napa Rose. Ooh, that's a very good one. It is. That's the one thing I. Honestly, I would go to Disneyland just to eat at Napa Rose. It's delicious, yeah. Me and my friend, me and my friend Nick are like food douches, and so he introduced me to it like five years ago. And ever since then, every time I go to Disneyland, I'm like, gotta eat Napa Rose, gotta do it. I don't care if I gotta like save up pennies. I want to get my like super dinner. I get it. I get it. That place is wonderful. Yeah. So there's this woman there, and she's like, under thirty, you can get away with it, but when you're over, like, you should know. And I was like, what is happening? What? And then she was like, I hate yeah, that you only like, catch snippets and then you tune them out. Yeah. There's <laughs> so much I, I like, need right. to know. And then she's like, and then his kids, like she has, he hasn't even had me meet his kids yet. And I was like, oh God. Oh, but, well that's cause that's weird lady. <laughs> like, yeah. But then she, hey kids, <laughs> this is the woman I'm dating to replace your mother. Like, yeah, that's weird. weird. You don't do that. That takes time. Yeah. It was weird. And then later on, 
She's like, I'm in tears from work, and then I have to deal with this crap. I can't deal with this crap. War Laura won't even like my decisions. Well, here's the thing. I agree with Laura. You sound like you are <laughs> capable of making good decisions. So Laura probably knows what's up. Yeah. Oh, because she probably does. Screaming loudly at Napa Rose, drunkenly talking about a guy and his kids. Not a great decision. <laughs> so I'm going to yeah. side with Laura on this one. Yeah. It was, uh, I don't know. Or it was it was a very loud, weird table, but I'm glad we sat there and got to hear them. Oh, yeah, and then there was, on our way back to the hotel, because we stayed at the same hotel we went to BlizzCon for, because we are just like, oh, you know, you save, like, the money. Honestly, you save the money uh, walking to eat at Napa Rose that you would have spent just staying in a hotel that's got, like, slightly better stuff and, like, goofy on the wall. Uh, so slightly better stuff is always, I mean, sometimes not even the case. Yeah, that's true. You stay for it's goofy not like on Disney the wall. World where the hotels on the property are amazing. Oh yeah. Disney world. I'd want to stay there, but Disneyland, like, yeah, whatever. Uh, so we're walking back and, uh, this, this couple's like walking down and they're just like kneeling at the, like on the road, looking at something. And we were like, what are they doing? We walk past and the guy's just like, I mean, I think he's going to be okay. He's just a snail doing snail things. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that couple. I, I love them. They were like, honey, is that snail hurt? Hold on, dear. Let me look. <laughs> All right. Well, it appears he's fine. Just a snail doing snail things. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I yeah, was they so were worried. Like, they were very concerned about the snail. I was like, hey, at least someone is. <laughs> I love that they were. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Oh, yeah. God. Thankfully, he's safe. I want to know what they saw and what they thought was normal snail behavior. Like, what did they see that worried them? And then <laughs> once they looked again, what did they see that they were like, oh, well, he's fine. It's normal snail stuff. I don't know, honestly. Uh, but something did because... Because <laughs> it yeah. happened and you saw it. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean, that was... Uh, I think that pretty much... Was what happened that was your trip. entire Disney trip. <laughs> um, and then, uh, then I met all the the I met Tigger, Winnie the Pooh, and Eeyore. And so you finally, just went to to Pooh Acres, or whatever, the, the Thousand Acre Wood area, and just that's all you did. We went all over. No, we also went to the. Uh, we pretty much rode everything. We rode Pirates of the Caribbean, Indiana Jones twice. Uh, that is the best ride. Indiana Jones, the best is. ride there. I'd say close second is the soaring one where you're like soaring and they spray the smells at you. Every time I'm there and my mom is like, let's go to Disney. I'm like, all right, that's the one we go to every time because it scares <laughs> her to death. She freaks out. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's great. What a sim it's so simple. You're just sitting in a chair like fake flying. My mom's like, oh, <laughs> she loses her mind. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, man, it's great. And, uh. Let's see what else. Uh, yeah, we rode like all the like weird rides at night because there's only like a one minute queue. Like we rode Mr. Toad's thing because I never rode that, which was, you know, it's like an old ass ride. You just go in a big loop, loop de loop thing. Right. Uh, or the teacups we did or Dumbo. Uh, so, you know, we, we pretty much got a. Uh, did you do It's a ride. Small World? Oh, yeah, we did. It was like a two minute wait for that. So we did It's a Small World. And it, here's the thing with that. After like. Two minutes. I'm like, all right, I get it. It's a small world, all right. It is, it is, a trip. <laughs> there are parts of that ride where whatever is like whatever the design is, it looks like you're on acid. Oh yeah, it does. 
all I'm going to say, if you ever go on that ride, look at the walls and look at the weird sun and look at look at everything besides the kids. <laughs> Ignore the kids who are saying, eh, it's a small. Ignore those kids. Look at everything else. It's like melting walls <laughs> and weird psychedelic colors and things that shouldn't be there. Oh, it is strange. It is. There's a dark. There's a dark part to that <laughs> entire ride that I don't like at all. At the end, there's a giant sun that's like, it's so small. <laughs> it is terrifying. It just reminds me of The Simpsons where they parried it and they're like, "Duff beer for me, duff beer for you." <laughs> and then she's like, "Lisa, drink the water," and then she like goes on an acid trip. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was fun. And then you know, coming back. Oh my god, on the plane back, again, it was like every five seconds you just hear someone cough or sneeze, and I was like, get me off this, like, germ box. It was, and then we, like, had the taxi for, like, 30 minutes, and everyone's like, bruh, bruh. and I was like, okay, well, uh, this isn't good. And then that night, last night, I was, like, just uh, sitting there, and I was tired, and then I felt it starting to hit. I was like, oh god, my, like lymph nodes my glands were like getting swollen and irritated i was starting to get achy and fatigued and i was like i'm taking a bath so i took a bath and then i went to bed early uh for me 3 a.m and then i woke up at noon after my like nine and a half hours of sleep and i felt great you powered through you did it i powered through uh so I think I fought off a couple coronas and a flu through during that sleep. You, you really, you really defeated <laughs> all the viruses. It was, your, it was the sleep that did it. I think. Yeah. So, fun time. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I have no stories like that. Uh, I went to San Antonio and I <laughs> we did our we did our uh, scary game squad live show. Oh my god! Actually, Crendor. Oh yep. my god. Okay, so. We went to San Antonio for PAX, right? Mm -hmm. We also did it to do Scary Game Squad Live. I, I had a lot of fun at the convention. You know, I, PAX out is fun. It's really chill, mm -hmm. you know how that is. But when we did our live show, it was at, like, you know how Cox Crendor Live is in a bar slash glorified rock club? Yeah. And actual real bands with real talent yeah. have been there? Well, take that and times 50. We were at the Tobin Center for the Performing Arts. There are orchestras. <laughs> like, let me hold on. Let me just go. Uh, you have to see this. It's insane. All right. Tobin Center for the Performing Arts. Here are other people that that are going to be there or that were there. Just remember, this is this is. We went there to go play scary games and get drunk. Just keep that in mind. All right. Up next. The San Antonio Symphony, Beethoven's Seventh. An Evening with C.S. Lewis, starring David Payne, is one of them. Uh, Violin Impossible. Dr. Jane Goodall, 60 Years of Discovery. The Monkees. <laughs> the oh Beach God. Boys. I just looked this up. It was crazy. Right? But then, here's the best part. Then, the reason why I was like, oh, we fit in perfectly. Is because also featured is Blippy Live. <laughs> also featured is Paw Patrol Live, Race to the Rescue. Yeah, you fit right in. And The Office, a musical parody. <laughs> <laughs> and such great things as 
Interstellar Sky Guitar, a fascinating musical journey between two worlds. <laughs> I want you to go down. Look look this up. Either go to where it says menu and all. Okay. Or I'll send you the link to this guy because once I saw this, I realized this is where I belong. And I wish I lived in San Antonio. <laughs> all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> that guy is already living in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my god. Here's the crazy thing. His tickets were more expensive than ours. <laughs> oh my god. So he's got to put on a better show. I think that's how it works. I just clicked on his uh, thing on Spotify and he's actually rocking out. Experience an evening of true musical passion and inspiration. Yuli takes you on a 360 degree journey <laughs> into his world of artistic imagination. <laughs> Yuli John Roth has always been a man with a mission. And in 2020, he's embarking on a truly epic one-man solo tour around the world. The trailblazing German-born guitar genius of Scorpions fame. Oh, he's in the Scorpions. Oh. So he rocks you like a hurricane. Oh, I get it. Uh, he just looks like an old hipster, like an old hippie guy in this. He does. Yeah, there's. Uh, it's so funny. There's so many. Join Jane Jane Lynch and Kate Flannery in Two Lost Souls. There's actually real things happening here. And then there was us. <laughs> and then we were here as well. Yeah. It was crazy. And so the entire time, the, the it was it was wild. We had a sold out show. The there were I'm gonna say half a dozen ushers there. And so as we're doing the show, I come out and I introduce everyone, and there are all these ushers on the side. And I realized within moments that they were all, I'm gonna say forty plus. Right. Which hit me. Not one of them has a clue what our show is. <laughs> Not one of them. And so they have to sit there and watch this show. And so I made it my life goal for the evening. Look, for everyone who's in the audience, I love you. And I hope you had a wonderful time. But from that moment on, my goal was to make those six ushers laugh. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to win these six people over, so help me God. And I, there was an old lady, and I kept looking over at her, and I was like, if she thinks this is funny, this shit's funny. And so I spent all night trying to make this old lady laugh. I was like, I'm going to get her to laugh. Here's what I learned. Four of them, big fans. Two of them, they left. <laughs> Two of them were like, not for me. But four of them I got, and I felt really good about it. Let's so go. that's that's my big takeaway. <laughs> Uh, and that was during PAX, right? Yes, it was uh, during PAX. And the reason why people were like, why don't you do a show at PAX? Uh, because we're drinking live on stage. <laughs> I'd love to bring booze to PAX, but I feel like that's not going to happen, gang. So, you know, it was worth the 20-some dollars. Yeah. It was worth it. Trust me. Oh, yeah, I saw Everyone your, who uh, went had a lovely time. I and saw if they you. didn't, they didn't tell me, so... <laughs> Are you changing CoxCon to uh, some other thing? Oh, yeah. Um, Here's the deal. Uh, for people who are curious, there, CoxCon will not be happening this year because all of the staff who did all of the work have all aged up and like moved on with their lives and are doing infinitely better things. Mm. When they started working with me on RPG Makers, it was 2012. And they were like teens. And now yeah. it's 2020. They're adults with real lives and real jobs and real stresses and running a con takes a whole year surprise. <laughs> and it also takes a ton of money and every year it would take more time and more money. And the more people I brought and the more we tried to do just cost more and more and more and more. And it became one of those things that like we'd only ever break even that's all we ever did. It was always designed for the sake of 
being an event for fun. It wasn't like, I'm making bank off of this. It never happened. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, well, the staff is moving on, which means I'd have to get, you know, bless their sweet souls. They worked for basically my love. That's really what it was. (laughs) And I, you know, the fact that they did it for five years, it blows me away because Lord knows I couldn't afford to pay them. And so uh, now I'd have to do that. I have to hire a staff, right, in order to do that. And that's Mm. more money, which when you're trying to make three video games is also money you don't have. So I was like, what do I do? Either I cancel it. We talked about this uh, with the staff. I was like, either we just flat out don't do it anymore or we uh, decide that we are going to move it to the U.S., which would make it cheaper, but that sort of defeats the point. We could maybe move it to some place and do like a really small convention and call it a life and try to like start over from scratch. And I was like, all those things are fine. But what if I reached out to Rezd, which is sort of like the indie game themed developer forward, uh, play a bunch of games convention in London. I've been there a few times. It's wonderful. It has a very PAX South vibe to it. It's super chill, which is exactly what I love. But one thing they don't have is like a huge community of people who just want to go there just to go there, right? People go there to see the new games. They, at least in my experience, aren't there because like, I want to see the friends that are going to show up. And so I immediately thought, what if we tried to bring the CoxCon vibe of that to Rest, right? It's not like EGX or anything. One of the bigger conventions that it's impossible to make it have a community vibe because it's so big. Mm-hmm. But with Rezd, I felt like maybe there was a chance. And so I pitched that idea to them and they were like, yo, that sounds awesome. And so uh, they wanted to try and do something in 2021 because uh, Res 2020 is two months away. And so I was like, well, let's do a test run. Let's see what happens. And so we agreed uh, to do a test run to see how the community responds, to see how people show up, to see if anyone's interested, right? And so we're doing a whole Jesse late night show where I take over after uh, the latter half of the day and we're doing panels during the day and meetups and autograph signings. And we're gonna try and make it uh, something where we can form a cool community of the CoxCon people that attended CoxCon in Telford and bring them into London and hopefully create something wonderful and special with Rez as the foundation of something new. That's kind of the way I see it. Honestly, it's it's my olive branch to the UK to be like, look, CoxCon was beautiful. I love you. I had a lot of fun, but it's expensive. It requires getting an entire new staff and retraining people, learning things. You know, it's just, there's a lot to it. The best solution I could think of was let's try and do this. And so if it works, amazing. I really, truly hope it does. Yeah, maybe I'd go to one of those. Yeah, it's it, Res is great. It like uh, it's run by Reedpop, the same people who do PAX, who do EGX, who do all that stuff. And so, I was like, yes, let's work on this. Let's do something. Let's make this happen. And it's in and London. It's right in the heart of London. Um, it is a convention that has. Last time I went, they had like a hundred indie games, and they're all like, you know, they range from. Life is Strange level indie, which is not really indie, to like super indie. Which is like, this is a game about being a fairy that cleans the mouth of kids, right? Like that, <laughs> you know, like those types of games. Yeah. And it's neat. It isn't It isn't very showy. It's right down, it's right in the middle of London. See, that's what could, uh, could convince me. 
So I don't have to go anywhere. I just go to a London, and I'm just like, all right, I'm here. Yeah, you know? I mean, look, if you if 2021 is the year for you, you you tell me, and I will make it happen. Um, straight up, if you go to the Res website, I'm trying to think of the. Yeah, we're down there. The Jesse Cox's late night show. That's us. But I'm trying to find the games because I don't uh. care about me. <laughs> I don't care about me. I'll be there. I'm trying to see what games there are. Um, there, there's 250 playable games on the show floor. Uh, and some of the ones that they have on the website right now are things like Iris and the Giant. Don't know what this game is. It's a French game that looks beautiful. It looks like Papercraft. Uh, there's Democracy 4 is going to be there. Oh, my God. I want to play that and make a dictatorship. Uh, <laughs> there's King Under the Mountain. There's Adventure Pals. Is it the advent is it the same Adventure Pals that I played with Dodger? It is. Oh uh -oh. my god. Um. Yeah, Unbound. All these. There's a ton of games there. Um, and so it, it's basically how would I describe? It? It's like if CoxCon had a actual real gaming hall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is my dream. That's what I want. I want it to have that vibe of like, it's it's rezzed, but I want to be an added benefit, an added value to rezzed, and be like, look, we're gonna try and make this something that you feel comfortable out there, people coming to that isn't just like it doesn't feel game devy. It feels like an experience and community. So that's what I hope to bring, and that's what I hope we can establish together. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Well. The only thing I got left to say is I wish I was able to ride that Cars ride, but the wait was like 120 minutes. Oh, my God. Can I just tell you? Um, I think I told you this. The last time I was in Cars Land, I was so high. <laughs> oh, my God. I, Because you mentioned earlier you are talking about the fake mountains in Galaxy's uh, yeah. Edge. In Cars Land, they have fake mountains. Yeah, I love and those. I was so high that I thought the I couldn't tell. the. I was like... Is the sky fake too? Because everything when you I'm telling you, even if you're not high, go look at those mountains and look at the sky. Yeah. And because the mountains are so obviously fake, your brain is just like, the sky must be fake too. I'm telling you, just look at it. Ignore all the cars that talk to you around like around you. Ignore all that. Look up at the sky at the fake mountains and tell me it isn't trippy as balls. Now imagine being high at the time and you would be like, oh no. Oh yeah, I was not in a good place. I was like, mm. Yeah, those are those are some crazy mountains. Disney. Uh, speaking of crazy, why don't you have me on the <laughs> audience? Yeah, that's so crazy. That was my that was my transition. Very oh, nice. We nailed it. Thank you. Love is in the air. Ugh. So grab some Lysol, cause it stinks. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Um, even though it's a made-up holiday, it's still really cute, and it's the perfect time. To show that special someone how much you care. And say those three words everyone wants to hear. Free Will real estate. Oh. Match my MeUndies? Free <laughs> real estate. <laughs> Free real estate in my pants. <laughs> MeUndies has the most adorable Valentine's Day prints to get all lovey-dovey this year. Don't worry if you don't have a boo. Me Undies also makes buddy bands so you can match your pet, which is honestly much more important to people. Dude, I want to get my cat some underwear. When you think of your Valentine, show them how much you love them by getting them a matching pair of Me Undies, the two of you, right? Get them Me Undies and then invite them over. 
you know, start smooching and open a bottle of champagne and then drink that down and be like, I have something I want to show you. Pull down your pants and they're going to suspect it's dirty, but it's not. <laughs> it's going to be the same pair of underwear that you bought them. Whoa. And they'll be like, oh, you do care. And you'll be like, yeah, I care. And then, then you that's when then that's when you do it. Yeah. Also, <laughs> they have loungewear, so that's a thing too. <laughs> wow. The loungewear is actually very cool and comfy, and uh, it is made with the same stuff as the undies, and they're great. They really are. I am not gonna lie when I say that right now on my desk in front of me is a pair of MeUndie boxers that I just got that. Are it's a taco and hot sauce, and it's the perfect couple, <laughs> and I love it. It's just a bunch of tacos and hot sauce, and they're like, "I love you," and I love that they love each other because that's how I feel about tacos and hot sauce. Wow! So I just got those. I love them. Um, also, I think they still have. If you're still in your Star Wars fandom phase, I think they still have some of the Star Wars prints from the holidays. Uh, I know that I saw the Ewoks one on there still. So huh. if you want to put Ewoks on your E, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know the e. rhyme there. <laughs> uh, you can do that. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. If you're a first-time purchaser, get 15% off and free shipping. It's a no-brainer, especially because we have 100% satisfaction guarantee, people. Get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee. I can't even speak. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to meundies.com slash crendor. Try them out. Uh, it'll change your undies life. You'll be like, I don't know, Jesse. Trust us. Everyone who's ordered them has been like, oh my God, you guys are right. I honestly don't even remember a time when I didn't wear MeUndies. I have worn both the boxer briefs and the boxers. Love them both. Sometimes you just want to air, air things out. <laughs> Some you know, sometimes you want it all like tied up in there, and sometimes you want to just free ride, and that's <laughs> fine. I have both, I only wear and boxes. you can too. They have men's sizes, women's sizes, uh, all the way from like super small to four XL. You can get whatever you want from normal, boring gray to uh, pink penguins dancing. Who knows? Go to MeUndies. Dot com slash crendor and get your undies today. That's me. Also, today we're brought to you by Calm. <laughs> Calm. Oh my goodness. Sleep. You need it in your life. Oh my god, I needed it yesterday. I had to fight off all those things. Right? Crendor did nine hours of sleep. I bet you could have done more if you had the power of I Calm. probably could, but I woke up and I was feeling refreshed and I was like, I was like I'll take it. Well, not many people can do that. Many people don't have that power to just instantly fall asleep and wake up refreshed. Sometimes you need a little help. You just got done with all the parties and the New Year's nonsense and the endless shopping and all that stuff. And now you're back to school or back to work. And it's tough. It's tough to get back on a schedule, especially this time of year when it's dark out earlier and everything's all screwed up. And, oh, it's a pain. I, even, my, even my sleep schedule has been out of whack. Thankfully... I have calm and it helps me because stress don't worry me at night, right? I don't have to worry about different things if I've got calm in the background. And I'm gonna let you know, this is this is what I've been listening to the last couple days. This is my recently played list. 24 minutes of Happy Little Z's with Bob Ross. 
City Rain, which is literally just the sound of it. I don't know how long it is. I think it might be an unlimited playlist where it just plays the sound of rain on a window. Huh. Oh, I love that sound. I And it has like the honking of the horns. I love big city rain sounds. Oh, I do too. so happy. And I also listen to The Ancient Way of Tea. Hmm. Yeah, that one was good. That was really nice. Uh, there's also another one that I tried to listen to, but uh, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Called How to Meditate, a simple 30-day program. <laughs> I fell asleep on day one, so I think I got it. <laughs> it knocked me out. I was like, I got what I wanted. I was going to try and be all peaceful, but I just fell asleep. So it works. Huh. You can try Calm, the number one app for sleep and relaxation, right now. It'll transform your nights, which means better days. Check out Sleep Stories. They can help you fall into a deep, natural sleep within minutes. Stories narrated by iconic voices like LeVar Burton or Nick Offerman. And right now, you can go to calm.com slash cox, and you'll get a limited time offer for 40% off a premium subscription. It includes hundreds of sleep stories and tons of other content like soothing music from artists like Sam Smith, guided meditations, breathing exercises, so much more to help you fall asleep or get a few minutes during the day where you can just chill out. Um, Tamara Levitt, is that is that her sweet name? I love her. Uh, she does 10-minute everyday calming exercises where usually I'll do it before I get out of bed. I'll like sit there and just be like, oh, I am taking 10 minutes for me. And it's great. It starts your day because it's breathing. It's like, oh. Right, you Darth Vader, your life, and you just feel it. I'm letting you know you fall into the force, y'all. Over 60 million people use Calm. Join them today and get the sleep you need tonight. For our listeners, again, special limited time promotion, 40% off Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash Cox. Calm. Go there right now. That's calm.com slash Cox. Calm. All right, Crendor, let's go to traffic. This guy's Crendor. There's a traffic out there. Uh, hey, traffic. It's uh, it's traffic. All right. There's some uh, planes, trains, automobiles. Uh, everybody's hustling and bustling on the grind, keeping it real, and uh, having a good time. Uh, unless they're stuck in traffic, in which case they're having a bad time. Uh, but tell you what, uh, watch out for germs. Back to you. Thanks, Crendor. Now let's go over to Crendor at the weather desk. How's that weather? Weather. Uh, let's see. Let's go to uh, Y A N. Y A N. Yan? Uh, Yan. Uh, Yana? Yana Concha, Peru. Ooh, okay. Hello, Peru. Yana Concha, Peru. Pasco region, uh, 49 degrees. Uh, tonight, 42 degrees. 10% chance of rain. You had some light winds uh, coming out of the south. Uh, Monday night, however, is going to be rainy as well as Monday. Uh, 65 degrees, high of 65 degrees, like I just said. 80% chance of rain. You got an 80% chance of uh, having a fun time if you like rain and a uh, 20% chance of fun if you don't like rain. Um, Monday night, 44 degrees, 60 chance of rain. Tuesday, you got a 90% chance of rain. Thunderstorms, watch out again. 
And Tuesday night, 44 degrees, 80% chance of rain. It's a lot of rain in Yana, Yan, Con, Yana, Con, Yan, Yana Concha. Oh my God. I went to the 10 day. It's literally thunderstorms like every day. Probably the rainy season, right? I would imagine. I There's guess a lot so. Of jungles. It's literally an 80 to 90% every day. It's just thunderstorm every day. Uh, that's the weather. All right, Crendor. Sports? Sports. Uh, let's see. Pro Bowl happened today. AFC beat the NFC. They actually tried out some new thing where instead of onside kicks, they, uh, they'd get fourth and 15 from like the 20-yard line, and they have to convert it. And then if they do, they keep the ball, which is honestly a lot more exciting than an onside kick. Uh, so I hope they keep that. Uh, also, yeah, because no one really uses the onside kick all that much. Well, they try, but it's just extremely unsuccessful. So this at least has like some hype and like you keep the offense out and like you're like, oh, they can get it. Maybe they're on fire. They keep, you know, they get, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot more sure, fun. Sure, sure. Uh, also, Kobe Bryant died. That was the big news of the day. Yeah, I helicopter crash, man. That sucks. Yeah, I honestly, I do not trust any like small plane or helicopter like any like personal thing it's always i don't trust those because that seems like where all the crashes happen scares me so yeah it scares me so much and i see all these celebrities do it all the time and i guess it's considered a fluke i understand and that's why it's so terrible and shocking but every single time it's a small airplane or a small harrison ford has crashed his plane three times now yeah i just (laughs) it's terrifying to me and i keep thinking that I guess it's the convenience of being a celebrity and you can afford to take private whatever. Mm-hmm. But I also think, boy, sometimes it pays to have the federal government like really get on airlines' cases and make them go yeah. through so many rigorous <laughs> things. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I would, I would have a lot of anxiety on this, but uh, that sucks because he's only forty-one. I guess his daughter died in it too, so it's just uh, it's a sad time. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, in uh, baseball, uh, there's the whole, like, Astros cheating thing. Still going on. The going. Uh, Dodgers, a little pissed about it. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, over in the NHL, they just had the All-Star game, so they're halfway done with their season. And uh, that's, uh, that's pretty much it for sports. Can I tell you, the more I think about the sports segment, the more I realize... It's not really a segment for people who like sports, but more of a segment for people who don't care but need to know just enough to get through a conversation with someone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it really is. I mean, I have my football podcast I do every week with uh, Rob, Alpaca Patrol, Bear Taffy, and Sinvicta, where we like we nerd out about football. It's essentially like my group for football to what yours is for like Star Wars and like Illuminati <laughs> stuff. I'm just roughly like, equivalent. I'm just like, why would they go for it on fourth and what why would the fourth and one? You gotta run the ball. Like you got the momentum on your side. They're playing a back they're playing a prevent defense. You got your shift on, you got the you know, Bosa's on the left. Why aren't you running it? Uh so that's where we nerd out. And go crazy. Honestly, I was uh, tied with Sinvicta for the best prediction. We actually had a thing where we compared our predictions to all the networks like ESPN, CBS, all that. And we were like on point with them. And they didn't even pick all the games. We picked every game. So take that, that's, networks. That's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, You're very skilled. Yeah. I, it's, it's just I always feel like 
when I listen to the news we get for sports, <laughs> it's always just enough yeah. so that if you don't like sports, you can still be at the office and be like, oh, yeah, this thing I heard on Cox and Crendor. <laughs> and then people will be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they won't think you're like, you know, a complete loser. Yeah. Well, that's that's what we try to do you're around welcome. here. You can be a loser, yeah. but not a complete loser. Yeah, don't be a complete <laughs> loser. Never go full loser. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Super Bowl is Chiefs versus uh, the 49ers. I wanted Packers Titans, and because of that, I actually knew for a fact it was going to be Chiefs 49ers, and it was. Uh, probably also because they're both better teams, so <laughs> that also plays into it. But uh, it'll be a good, it'll be a better Super Bowl than last year. I'll tell you that much. Who, who do you think's going to win? It's actually really, really uh, compare. I would say the I put more money on the 49ers because i think they have a better team to, i was like, gonna say the 49ers too like you know what shout out to all the chiefs fans but well the thing is right 49ers have really good defense pass rush and they run the ball so when they start running the ball they just wear you down so the defense gets worn down but the chiefs have pat mahomes a high-powered offense so if they get out in front ahead the 49ers can't run the ball <laughs> as much so it's gonna be like if the Chiefs go up fast, right? Then the 49ers gotta play to the Chiefs game, and they're not as strong as that. So the Chiefs might have the edge, but if the 49ers go up first, then they'll have the edge. They can just run the ball, control the clock. Then the Chiefs have to play to that, and you get a wacky situation. If you replaced everything you just said with like the Tie Fighter Twin Ion Engine, <laughs> it can only go so fast compared to the X-wing. And if the two of them are engaged in combat, one has better weapons damage per firing rate. It's the exact same conversation. Oh, my God. I, last week when I was watching the Packer 49er game, my dad, like the Packers just opened up by stopping the 49ers. They got the fourth and one. And I was like, they have to go for it. It's at the 50-yard line. They have to go for it. My dad was like, no, they got to punt it. And I was like, you don't understand. If they punt this ball, they're going to lose. And they punted the ball and they lost. I was like, they had the momentum. They had everything going. You can pick up a yard, you keep going, you pull out ahead, you play to your game, you get rid of the 49ers run game because you start taking a lead, controlling the clock, and then boom, they give it back to the 49ers, they take the momentum, they get the lead, they control the clock, and it's all over. I should be a coach. And that's sports. All right, Crendo, what is our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. Kansas man tries to settle ugly custody battle with trial by combat with Japanese swords. I mean, it's Kansas, so, you know, where else are you going to find trial by combat in Japanese? <laughs> it makes sense. All right, hold on. This, Okay. A Kansas man has thrown down the gauntlet to his ex-wife and her attorney, seeking court permission to settle their child custody case on the field of battle. I love that he's seeking court commission. He's like, your honor, I want to fight. For my honor with my sword. And he unsheaths his katana and the judge is like, I'll allow it. <laughs> David Ostrom, 40, claims in court papers that ex-wife Bridget Ostrom, 38, and her attorney, Matthew Hudson, have already destroyed him legally in their ongoing legal battle in Iowa. I now wish to give them the chance to meet me on the field of battle where I will rend their souls from their dot 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 bodies, Ostrom wrote in the filling. Filing. Wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. For, for flourish, he, he said, I will rend their souls from their bodies. No, he said, where I will rend their souls from their bodies. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, I like um, this. He asked the judge for a three-month delay so he could obtain Japanese samurai swords ready for his planned combat. Wait a minute, he doesn't even own them? He doesn't even own them yet. Uh, he said he got the idea after seeing the New York case of Richard Luthman, the Staten Island attorney who also sought trial by combat to settle a beef with another lawyer and his clients. To this day, trial by combat has never been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in the United States, Ostrom argued in court records, adding that it was used as recently as 1818 in British court. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Hey, you know, as recent as 200 years ago. <laughs> he told the Des Moines Register that his wife could choose her attorney as her champion to stand for her in battle. I think I've met Mr. Hudson's absurdity with my own absurdity, he told the paper. If Mr. Wait, Hudson's willing to do it, I will meet him. I don't think he's got the guts to do it. Two... You know what? I would love to see two lawyers go at it with swords. <laughs> I'd actually very much like to see that. That would be pretty great, honestly. Uh, Hudson referred to himself as the potential combatant in his own cheeky legal response filed in Shelby County District Court. Although the respondent and the potential combatant do have souls to be rendered, they have respectfully request that the court no not order this done, Hudson wrote. <laughs> I, love, I love how they had to make that clear. Yes, you do have souls and they can be rendered. However, we would like you not to do that, please. <laughs> he noted that the potentially life-ending ramifications of a duel surely outweigh their fight over property tax and custody issues. <laughs> uh, of course that's so funny oh uh until the proper procedural steps to initiate a court proceeding are followed this court will take no further action concerning any motion objection or petition filed by either party at this time the judge ruled so no trial by combat no yeah no trial by combat unfortunately dude that's so funny <laughs> Do you think Kansas man could be the soul render and like fight Florida <laughs> man? <laughs> I, hate, I hate the fact that there is now a character named the soul renderer. I hate that so much. I dislike that. What about that guy? Was that other guy from also from Kansas? The guy who uh, had the the mace and did cosplay and like hurt people? Um, I don't Where remember. Where's he from? I don't even it remember sound, that. This sounds like the beginning of a D&D &D party. <laughs> it does. I am the soul renderer. For a LARPing session. <laughs> <laughs> Both would be great. Would be wonderful. Um, and then the other two stories, just uh, briefly, uh, Deaf Man sues Pornhub over lack of closed captions. Come on, give him some closed captions. And then... <laughs> Come on, someone get in there and do that. <laughs> uh, falling iguanas are uh, because they're cold-blooded and they're just like falling asleep and then they kind of hibernate and then they wake up after a while and they warm up. So right, watch they out. fall on people. It's science. Yeah. It's science. Science. And they're just like, ah, shit, I'm back. So watch Speaking out for Speaking of science, those. someone figure out how to make uh, <laughs> subtitles for porn. Get on that. Yeah, get on that. So, Close uh, caption <laughs> porn. Oh, can't believe it. That's it. All right, well... That's it for us as well. Thank you so much for listening or watching or however you're enjoying this podcast. Crendor, hit him with the socials. YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor. Facebook.com slash Crendor. Facebook.com slash Jesse Cox. YouTube.com slash Crendor. YouTube.com slash Jesse Cox. Twitter.com slash Crendor. Twitter.com slash Jesse Cox. Twitch.tv slash Crendor. Twitch.tv slash Jesse Cox. Uh, follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud. Uh, 
YouTube, subscribe, hit the bell, ding, ding. Uh, and the uh, iTunes and all that other stuff. Give us five stars. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everyone about us, please. Ding, ding. All right. Well, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next time. And as always, bye. to be continued. <laughs>